Hi, welcome to Journals Out Loud. This is the uh, first test of our brand new casting initiative. Uh, let's just go around the room and talk about who we are. Starting with Josh, a familiar face. Oh, okay. I'm going to tell him too. Yeah, set an example. Uh, Hi, my name's Josh. I've been on journals for about three years, so hopefully you know me by now. Um, I'm in entertainment, and I've been a foster youth when I was younger, so uh, I really want to give back and help with that community. All right, cool. Hell yeah, cool. I'm Taylor Owen. I don't know why I'm introducing myself to you guys. You know that. Hey, guys, I'm Taylor Owen. Uh, I'm from Connecticut. I'm a witty kind of East Coast gal. I act, direct, write, and produce, <laughs> don't we all? And um, I don't know, I guess to describe me would be kind of like, you might be seeing me in like a basement of a cigar room having a scotch with Tony Soprano, which might throw you off, but that's me, so. Nice, nice, I like it. Yeah, I like it. That's, that's like me. really, like I can see that. You, you can know? see it, right? I can see you there <laughs> like, just with like, what do you Mr. Want? Soprano. Yeah, right? Just like, and it also threw me off because yeah. I pictured yeah, it. Yeah, and I was I like, it, I was oh, like, whoa. <laughs> it threw me off too. <laughs> Don't um, worry, guys. All right. What's up, guys? My name is August. Um, I am one of seven children. I am 23. I don't know if you need to know my age. People <laughs> think I'm a lot younger, like 90% of the time. I got yeah. ID'd for NyQuil a couple days ago, which was like really embarrassing. Didn't but even know you needed an ID. You need to be 18 to buy NyQuil. Huh. What? So, He's confirming this, so yeah, we're good. <laughs> this guy knows. He knows. <laughs> um, what else? What else? What else? Um, yeah, that's. Uh, I'm a member of the LGBT community, and I want to you know, reach out to kids like that and help out cool oh my god you're so cool <laughs> <laughs> hey guys i'm tanise i'm from brooklyn new york um i'm just like all over the place my personality is like oh like a little ping pong ball that just can't keep on <laughs> all over the place um what do i do well um i like to talk <laughs> so that's why i'm here <laughs> and um i love to dance so i'm really? always dancing in heels and stilettos you know messing it up on the dance floor Can i love to dance i love me? Oh my gosh, yes, you have a pair? Oh my god, no, not heels. I I don't want to wear heels. I need to learn how to dance. (laughs) And I do like YouTube videos. I go to all this stuff. Like, I just feel like I do things. Fun. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Well, thanks for that. And I'm Aaron. I'm the host. I've been with this project for close to eight years now. And um, it's really exciting to move into this new chapter with uh, all of you viewers who are actually probably not going to see this because this is probably for (laughs) review only. (laughs) Let's jump straight into the questions. Cool. How do you know when you're ready to date someone? That is like, I think it depends on the person. But I... I also think it depends on, like, what you're talking about. So, do you mean, like, the first time that you're dating? Like, how do you know you're old enough to date? Or how are you, how do you know you're ready to date someone after a breakup? Because, like, that Yeah, there's question... so many levels well, to yeah. that's a, that's a That's a gray area. Because my boyfriend, now, we've been dating for, like, a year and a half. He had just broken up with his girlfriend of, like, two years. And it, he was only out of it for three months. Mm. And he... I know. And he... him and I were like oh this is kind of magical us I guess Uh, (laughs) and then but he was really afraid to jump back into a relationship and I didn't really understand that because I've been pretty single for my whole life so Mm. but it works you know you 
we made it work. So I feel like it's different for everyone. Well, Taylor, no, we're, well, sorry, sorry. Just, just real quick though, just follow up on that. Yeah. Um, there's also the other side of it, right? Where someone who's been in a relationship is kind of looking for maybe the rebound. That I'm not saying that's what happened, but like, are was, you telling me that? No, I was... <laughs> not at all. But, but was that something you were concerned about? Not with this guy. I know what you're talking about, but this guy's just like a way better person than I'll ever be. So like, I wasn't <laughs> worried about this, but like, you know, I've been around the block. I've, I've known to like be afraid of being that rebound girl or, you know, yeah. it's how, how do you, you never know being in someone who's been like in a long-term relationship and then going into you're, another relationship. In? I am in a long-term relationship. How right long now. has it been? Uh, it's almost two years. Wow. Yeah. So, but I was in another relationship that was almost two years and it ended and I started like having things with somebody else and I didn't know whether or not the person was the rebound, but I was still right. getting into that relationship and I was like, oh, is this, is this a rebound or is right. this like, so I know you're saying like you knew that, but I didn't, if I was him, I wouldn't have even known myself like what was going on. I just was doing it. Right. Like, it's kind of hard to tell like when it's a rebound, I think. I mean, I just got out of, uh, I guess it's not just, but in February I got out of a two year long relationship. I was the one that got broken up with. So oh, it was, I'm sorry. And it was my first heartbreak. All right. Oh, she, she did a number on Jesus. me. Um, and then I started dating this other girl and I pretty much told her like, Hey, I just had my heart broken. We're right. going to take this very, very slow. And yeah. yeah. That only she only wanted to go slow for like a few months and then it then it didn't work out because I wasn't out. ready to like jump back into love, which is the problem. What do you, you know? think the scariest part is to like jump back into that? Like what trusting someone again? Trusting because yeah, like so scary. right that, that's scary. Yeah, especially when like to have your heart broken again. Yeah, that, yeah, because that, that hurts, man. You know. Yeah, uh, it speaking does. Speaking of heartbreaks, I had a five-year relationship. You're like, what? what? And I was super young. I was like 13. Dude, Oof. that is so. And it was young. only because we like hated each other. Like, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Literally on the school bus, we would like get each other in trouble and just like um, hit each other. And then, like, one day, some guy's like, you guys act like a married couple. And then it'll just be just started dating. But I was just, like, doing it because, like, oh, you know, everyone else has a boyfriend. I was just like, okay. So it wasn't, like, it didn't start on, like, oh, my God. This I love is, you. Yeah. No. It was, like, you're oh, I 13 hate you. And, and like, yeah, you know, we hate each other. Might as well just love each other. But yeah. did you grow into <laughs> something because you were together oh, for so Oh, my goodness. Long? So, Yeah. So it took. So it was five years. So I went through puberty with this guy. It's like ridiculous. <laughs> so like we're like, oh, we just start because like we learned about each other a lot. We talked all the time. It right. was just like we're always with each other. Saw each other in school. We never really like hung out out of school because at first we didn't have a license. Where, where am I going? <laughs> <laughs> where am I going at thirteen? Go hide in the playground. Like no. So it was just like we grew and without having sex. See, right. so that's why it stayed together so long because we got to know each other before that. So like now it's just like you have sex. It's just like, oh, it's weird now. Oh, I should end this. But like dating after that mm -hmm. and he broke up with me and he broke up with me. And this is how he broke up with me. This he, is like, going to be bad. Isn't he it? like we like worked together at a point at a point in our lives. And like this girl came to work and she's like, oh, I love you. You're my friend. And then he's like dating her on the side. And I'm just like, <gasps> right. Yeah. But no. the thing is, like, me, I asked her, like, hey, do you like my boyfriend? And she's like, no, I don't like black guys. That's what she says. <laughs> my, my jaw is I like, unhinged right now. I was like, now. okay, why are you lying? Because you're both. She's like, fucking half. Oh. Well, so I was just like, okay, I'm sorry. You're better you off without him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I was like, yeah. So he like left me. He's like, I want to be on a break. I was like, just break up with me. Yeah. And I was like devastated. Like I cursed him out. I never, I'm, I don't get mad, but I was pissed. Good. Mm. I, you should <laughs> yeah. be. I was like, don't come back. <laughs> because if you do, 
it's not gonna be nice but i was sad and devastated and i wanted him to come back and i was in love and i was like i'll take you back no matter what but it yeah. took me like two years to get over that. So, yeah. all right. So, so these are all great stories about like your dating lives and your experiences. Yeah. But to really boil it down, I right. guess, when did you first feel ready to date each of you? Oh my god! Oh, young, <laughs> <laughs> wild and free. And yeah. when and how did you know? Um, I guess it was when I was in like I had a boyfriend in kindergarten. <laughs> so, are we talking about like yeah. that kind of date? Is that does that count? Um, let's let's call it an actual date that you could see being like actually romantic romantic mm. oh mm. romantic to me is that... food oh <laughs> if you take me for food i love you too so i don't know uh, that's interesting i think for me i was told like either you date me or it's like over like already. Oh. so really? like, that was what started my dating like career what a career <laughs> jumping so, off point yeah so she was just like oh you need to date me and i was like okay and then I just did it for someone else. That's how I started. Mm. So you didn't so, feel ready. I didn't necessarily feel ready, but then like taking that jump was what got me ready. Right. Interesting. Like, so you may not. Your, so your argument might be you won't know until you try. Yeah. Right. All right. See, Next. Yeah. All right. So who else has something to say about that? Oh god, that I'm trying to think about like the first like real romantic date I've been on because Ever you since, know it's like yeah. I've done like in middle school it's like you know you know a football game or whatever mm-hmm. you know I'm trying to think of the first time like a guy oh it was in high school <laughs> oh that just came flashing back <laughs> it was the worst date I have ever been on this jerk was just like I could act I was like all right we're not gonna start this are we and it was just like <laughs> awful so I think I knew I was ready to date in high school when I started to understand like who I was and getting more confident in myself mm. and then that's when I was like all right I I think I'm pretty fucking awesome let's like let's add to that so high school would be my answer all right yeah. cool <laughs> he's like you got there um oh man that's tough I uh I went to a really really small high school really like I was uh, where were you from again Originally Rhode Island, but I okay. moved to Utah because I was a competitive snowboarder out there. And so oh. I went to a really small high school. I had 22 kids graduating class. So my dating pool was really small. And I was also, <laughs> at the time, a closeted lesbian. So like we didn't we didn't know what was going on there. Right. Um, and so dating was really, struggle, was really a struggle. And I didn't really start dating until I got to L.A. when I got comfortable with that side of my life. Right. Um, I dated my best friend since i was like three a boy for two years but it wasn't dating we he was we were I, he was my beard and like, right. that was it that, but <laughs> Did he, you i know loved that him. while you were dating him um no because i i genuinely loved him right but i still like genuinely like he's like my not my brother but like right. he's like my best friend and mm. will always there's be, different so. types of love so exactly yeah he was in love but i loved and then i had to break it up because i knew i was gay right or attracted to women so right yeah. yeah so i get i think the common theme here is like when you're starting to feel more confident with yourself yeah to then bring that on to someone else because if not then it kind of becomes a shit show yeah yes yeah. for me the whole self-love thing learn to love yourself before you try to love anyone dude it's, it's hard a mess mm. it's and actually hard. that might be one of the key points to make here right like how do you know when you're ready to date someone well are you ready like would you date yourself like exactly. like, like are you comfortable Oof. liking yourself no. because if you're not then maybe you're <laughs> you're you definitely mean? not ready maybe yeah it takes some time right <laughs> right yeah. fantastic let's move on to the next question then cool this is um this is a doozy yeah <laughs> i met this guy on kick which is, of course, a messaging system, which, which is knew. super, super, super popular <laughs> amongst the youngsters. Um, 
I'm 15. He's 19. We've okay. sent multiple pictures so we both know what we look like. He's mm-hmm. always telling me that he likes young girls like 10 years old, and it's kind of weird. Oh. He told me today that he does cocaine and that he does drop-offs. I asked him if he carries a gun when he does those drop-offs, and he said yes, and that he has shot one. He even uh, shot someone. He even told me it would be nice if... Oh, God. I forgot about this part. He even told me it would be nice if you could get into young kids or cocaine. What? We told each other that we really like each other, but that was before he told me all this, and now I'm not sure anymore. I still want to talk to him, but should I? You're not no. sure anymore, Run away. girl. Yeah. <laughs> Report him. You need help. <laughs> I always like to keep an open mind for everybody and You're everything, right. but... Because this isn't such a developed relationship, I'm going to say cut this one loose. Um, it do- it just doesn't seem like he's a good person, and I don't think you want to get even deeper into whatever he is involved in. I just want to know why did she ask all these questions? Do you carry your gun when you go? Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, she's 15. She's curious. Really she curious. wants to know. Why do you know these things? Go. Well, like, and right. then... It's just like all red flags. I like young girls. Oh, Kelly, like, come on. <laughs> Think of that. That's young girls. Cool. He said okay, like 10, 10 years 10 old. Is not a, that's, that's, a that's child. not a young that's girl. That's not a young girl. That is so yeah, weird. Yeah, that is a child. So, I feel creepy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just hearing about it. I know. Yeah. So this is a four-year difference. I mean, like, at what point is four-year, like, that? that's not such a big difference in the global scheme of things, but at mm-hmm. what point is it like, oh, God, no. Because I, mean, I think this might be it. That depends you who you're so? asking. Because um, I have four little sisters, and like nineteen, if a nineteen-year-old f- started dating my fourteen-year-old sister, I would have a huge issue. Really? I, yeah. I, I, I also have a younger I sister. That, yeah. So. <laughs> I think that at this age, four years is not okay. When you're in, maybe yeah. in your twenties, four years starts to get a little bit less. Is important. it just yeah. because of the developmental? Yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah. At fifteen, you're still probably like either leaving middle school or just entered high school. And nineteen, right. you've just ended high school, entering college. Like that's yeah. a very that's different a big right. Jump. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, like, like exactly what you're saying. It's different points in life, right? If you're 15, like maybe you're not even capable of driving legally. And if right. you're 19, you might even have That's your true. own car. So right. just think about that. Like one person's probably hopefully kind of working if they're making money. And then the person who's 15, almost definitely not. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, like the, the, the worlds are so different. I'm kind of glad she doesn't. She can't drive because she's probably making drop offs with them. Yeah, <laughs> no, so we you're don't right. Want any of that? But like, you know what? That's not even an insult. Like, this is yeah. someone who is so deluded. Someone who is so not not. It's not that it's not her fault, right? This is no. someone who's who's an adult talking to a young kid, saying right. like, "I'm living this." "Quote unquote, really interesting, dangerous life, and you should think this is cool." Is kind of how this person's putting it, yeah, right? Yeah. He's, He's clearly of her. very jaded himself, and he needs some advice. Oh my gosh, I know. I, I don't. I don't know if I feel comfortable talking to this person, but I agree with you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely, not okay. Not yeah, okay. So and I say so shut weird. it down. Yeah, and yeah. in all Are we all on that, <laughs> yeah, for sure. And in all honesty, um, anyone who is underage who is being clearly courted by someone who is like way. Older, your age yeah. that's someone who a you shouldn't talk to even if they seem really nice and really cool and yeah. totally different right no that's <laughs> does, it doesn't matter no and uh second of all um if you are talking to this person and they're not going away it's really important that uh you report them however you can either you block them you tell an adult about it saying mm-hmm. this person's being real creepy even if nothing happens it's good to put that barrier up and to get yeah. other people aware that this person exists yeah yeah, yeah. So. Snaps to that. Snaps yeah, to when that. a nineteen-year-old says that he's into prepubescent girls, you really—it's a red flag. Ten yeah. It is a red flag. Yeah. Ten yeah. is ten is not okay. No. Damn. I mean, wow. Fifteen's not not. That's there. Are, there are fifteen-year-olds who look twenty 
Oh but, my goodness, let's not even talk about that. Well, I had, like I said, I got four little sisters. Right. One looked 20 from the time she was like 13. So she would get hit on by older men. And mm. and I looked 12 when I was 14. So, right. you know, everyone grows up differently, but that's just not okay. And yep. that's the point. Yep. And ultimately, really, I think kind of, as we mentioned before, it's not necessarily about like how they look. It's about the fact that they're in different stages Worlds of life. Yeah. They're I think that's the yeah. main yeah. thing. Definitely. Yep. Yeah. Because I totally get, right, that initial potential attraction like with the, a younger well, sister online, who's things are just like so tricky as it is mm-hmm. I mean there's right. catfishing there's oh, like, you know it's like we don't ha- sure we sent pictures so we know each other looks like but yeah. how do you know that's him yeah where'd you get that picture Facebook this guy could actually be 40 yep. and you have right. no idea seriously Ooh. when I heard all the cocaine and the drop offs I was just like who are your parents also who right. raised you right. <laughs> and at 19 yeah, yeah 19 yeah. you were like already in it yeah you know? and like um, it's illegal, and he's just like doling out that info. Like, right. <laughs> well, he's not the smartest criminal. No, so he doesn't have that. Maybe he is nineteen. But yeah, 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 you're, you're probably right. right. <laughs> <laughs> but also, you know, he's probably not doing those things. This is probably just a way to kind of be a cool older guy. You think oh, yeah. so? Right. Oh, I think so. And it's not about the cocaine. It's just not don't about risk it. Though it's not about the right. shooting people. It's about the uh, this little girl is into me, and I'm uh, going to do whatever I can to make that work out. Not a which fan. is something that you know. Uh, not a fan. I don't know what people think cool is these days but that ain't it that's not it no cool meter low journals has been around for a long time we had our own online forums forever and it's still on actually and we've seen stuff like this all the time we've been very very proactive in getting these people out of our system but it's there so yeah uh, always good to address it always be careful um definitely our final question uh my family has called people who have mental disorders freaks and possessed why would they say something like that why would they think someone who might have a mental disorder was a freak or possessed? I have more than one mental disorder, so hearing this from my own family is just horrible. Mm-hmm. Wow. So why do people think this? Why do people say these things? Don't oh. get me started. I guess, I mean, <laughs> because they feel like they're not like them. And like everyone in the world is not the same, so you shouldn't judge people off what they have or what they don't like because you don't like it. It's just like, it's just a mess. Like, right. don't do that. Right. Don't judge people of what, who they are. It's, it's who they are and you can't change that. That's a good point. I mean, I think a lot of people judge other people based on some on things that they don't know. So you have right. to take into effect that this is something that they might not have gone through or they've dealt with somebody else who've gone through this and they were never like, there's a level of empathy too. You right. know, there's, mm-hmm. There's not with knowledge becomes empathy. So if you are someone who understands what it's like to have a mental illness or deal with someone that you love who has a mental illness, then you have uh, a, a better understanding and you can sympathize with that person. But your family, people can just be super judgmental. Yeah. We can just go right. with that too. Jumping off of that, like it is so difficult. That, okay. Oh God, I could just go off. So there's a. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I'm so worked up. <laughs> so there's this thing called the four agreements and it's like if you live, uh, do you know it? Yeah. So I'll just I won't go into it. I'll just bring up one and it's don't take things personally. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important because we need to realize that other people have had their own background, their own struggles, their own everything. Mm-hmm. So when they like insult us like this it's just because they don't know like like you were saying you know it's it's their own upbringing and i mean i think that our society doesn't talk enough about mental illness as it is Mm -hmm. i think that howie mandel just went on ellen and brought up great points that if you were like oh my back hurts 
five people would be like, here's a chiropractor. If you're like, oh, I'm a little depressed, people are like, oh, it's fucking weird. It's like, yeah. no, it's not. Yeah. It is this. It is just as important to talk about mental health and physical health. So, and that's absolutely how we all feel here at Journal. That's kind of like one of the main through lines. So that's I'm glad you brought that up. Like, it's it's okay to feel these ways, and it's also okay to get help. Yep, a hundred and ten percent. But. That was a great point. Like, that's how people feel right now. I'm just trying to think back. Like, how did we get here? Why are we kind of demonizing people who have these these mental illnesses? How come there's this stigma? I'm wondering what's bringing that out in other people. And it's a tricky topic. I think... Right. It is. Yeah. I think, like, you, you can go uh, through our popular culture, for example, right? Mm-hmm. And how many uh, thrillers or how many horror movies have been... Like, around that exactly yeah. where, where it's not a supernatural force it's someone who's schizophrenic or, or so, uh, yeah. exactly right? right so i think we see a lot of that and so when you ask why people feel that way it's because well it, we've been working that into our culture for generations and not to mention you know you go back way back in time and uh you kind of just had what you saw right right you had people who were clearly missing an arm and <laughs> they had a, a, a someone cut off their arm with the sword. I don't know. But <laughs> that's where you start when it comes to medicine. That's when it, that's like how that begins. Then nowadays we know that it's more than just what happens to you physically, it's also what happens to you mentally, which also could be physical. It, mm-hmm. there, there's absolutely it's it's both, but it's so much harder to see and also It's intangible. Yeah. It's like yeah, exactly. Not to mention I guess you couldn't hide a missing leg very well, but right. you can in some cases put up a pretense that you're not depressed and um that's the the thing you know you shouldn't have to feel that way usually it's it's totally like there i guess there are some rare occasions right Mm -hmm. where you're in a family where they do feel this way and they might make life worse for you and putting up a pretense is a form of actual defense but for the most part it's um it's really important that you feel that you're able to talk about this stuff and find help so uh you know if you are feeling this way please talk to if you're in school talk to a school counselor yep. and that's yeah. true you know in grade school and high school and college um sometimes uh there are places in your workplace right that also have um facilities for this stuff mm-hmm. and you know even then talk to your doctor right that's what they're there for if you're not feeling well it's not just for colds it's also for what's going on in here too don't so. be afraid Definitely. of being judged it's just don't it's no no one's judging you and if they are they're going through something themselves absolutely yeah. right yeah, yeah. Well, this has been a great episode, guys. Thank you so, so thank much. You. you guys are great. You. Really, really thank yes. you. So uh, on that note, we don't have a song to play you out. So <laughs> no sign thank off. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey. Do like curb your enthusiasm and it's just a really awkward sign off for everyone. <laughs> exactly. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Hi there. This is uh, Journals Out Loud, Casting Initiative Part 2. Um, I am Aaron Bach, the host, and we're going to go around the room introducing everybody. Hi, I'm Tara, and I'm a dog mom. <laughs> I'm Donald Buchanan, and I am a ginger. <laughs> <laughs> I am Lacey Armstrong, and that was the best sandwich I had out there. <laughs> that good. I am Denzel Lamar Washington, and I am a Leo. Very nice. (laughs) So with that being said, we're going to jump straight on into the questions. Starting off with, is it a bad idea to send bra pictures? Most of my friends do, but I'm worried that they'd be exposed, to be honest. So Mm, is it a good idea, bad idea? (laughs) This is 2017. Everything is a... It's a good idea. I mean, send it. (laughs) (laughs) I 
I would have to disagree. Oh. Thank you. I, yeah, I definitely think that it's important that you be dressed how you want to be addressed. So I think if you're sending out these types of pictures, there's got to be a level of respect that you have for Who yourself. Who are they to, though? Are they to your boyfriend? Or oh. they to well, good, good point. That's yeah. where I'm just like, I mean, if you guys are in a relationship, right, right, I'd be right, like, right. hey, I'm going to spice things up. I'm going to send my man a little Yeah, a little picture. something, something. Exactly. But here's but, the thing. If you're like worried about it, then you probably shouldn't do it, right? That's very a good true. Point. If you're thinking about yeah. it, just don't do it. Yeah. And that's a great point, actually, because yeah. like in most things with like relationships or, or personal issues like this, if you're on the fence, then it probably means that something in the back no. of your head's telling you this uh, not so not so hot on exactly. this. Exactly. Danger, danger. Mm-hmm. And of course, obviously, the answer probably changes very drastically depending on like how old you are, for example, and exactly. and, yep. and a lot of other factors My too. My grandma won't send them. She just won't. <laughs> she won't. <laughs> that's good. She's definitely way too young, too. <laughs> way too young. <laughs> yes, got to be 100, 100, 112. That's, that's the age. Yeah. yeah. All right, then jumping straight on in. There's too much gap in my communication with my family. I'm more liberal than my family, and they don't seem to like my open-mindedness. My mother wants me to choose a field to work in, but I want to experience everything. I don't believe in marriage or any romantic relationships because I'm asexual and aromantic. What can I do to make my life a bit easier? Mm. And this this is super super common, isn't it? Right, we're like especially right now because I feel that this generation is full of the entrepreneurs and the yeah the creators people, yeah the creators yeah. and nobody wants to work for anybody anymore. And nope. parents cannot understand that they're very status quo. You do this, you do this, you do this. It'll get you here. And these yep. days we're like, so what if I'm poor forever? Let's at push le- the at least I lived, you know. Yeah. So I'm a yeah. Just if the conversation doesn't work with mom and dad, then be happy. I think the good point in this one, too, is wanting to experience everything and then trying to choose a field of work. How can you really choose a field of work right. if you right. haven't experienced everything? Yeah, you don't know what you're going into. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that you try something. Yeah. And I think that there's always a time, a place and a reason and a season. So there's going to be certain oh people God. in your life. That was good. Right. <laughs> 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 is that on the top yeah. of your head? <laughs> right. She wrote it down. <laughs> no. I think that in life, everybody's going to come in for a different season, you right. know, so maybe your parents advice fits in a certain season but as everybody grows that advice might not be the same in another season i agree so it's important to take everything with a grain of salt kind of sift it through and then decide on what you're gonna do i like it a lot of cooking references (laughs) 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 like flip it flop it making me hungry again (laughs) bam all right so i mean this is something that as i kind of mentioned is super common between uh families and their kids where they just don't see eye to eye with their parents has mm. this something that you've experienced personally oh, oh yeah okay. oh yeah so how have you dealt with it though like personally like what have you done um time really does heal a lot and i, I personally like to have just the conversation like mm-hmm. if i can sit my mom down which these days i can i can sit her down and say hey this is where i'm coming from if you don't understand it at least see my perspective and mm. sometimes she can say you know what I get it. I get it. But I still feel this way. And we just have to have that mutual respect for each other. I'm an adult at the end of the day. I have to do what's going to make me happy. And she has to respect that. Or she can choose not to talk to me again, which she won't do. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think it's important to have that respect. Because for me, I always wanted to move out to L.A. I'm from Bakersfield, small town. And my parents were like, no, like small town girl going into a big city world. Like, you're not ready for that. You don't know what that city was like. But I had to stay true to myself and know that this is what I wanted to do. So I just took the wisdom that I could use the wisdom that I knew from just the experience that I had mesh them together and be like, all right. This is my ground rules. I can't stray away from that. I always right. have to stay true to right. myself at the end of the day. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Totally. I mean, like, 
when I was talking to my dad about acting, he always kind of was like, you know what, maybe you should actually get like a real job, trying to focus on your career. <laughs> oh, that conversation. And, and, no, and I told him, I was like, look, support me and shut up. <laughs> That's all you need I to do. And he, and, and he started talking to me. He was like, no, you really should listen to me. I'm like, dad, just support me and shut up. And he's like, okay, I'll just support you. And it works wow. because I mean, we, me and my dad have a different relationship. Right. <laughs> like we goof around with each other a lot and... I don't know. Because see, that's how I was kind of like with my family. I never had to say like support me and shut up. Both (laughs) (laughs) hashtag support me and shut up. But like go for it because with my family, like my mom is legitimately my best friend. Like when I'm on the phone with her and my friends are around, they're just like, you talk to your mom like that. Like Tara, what are you? And I'm like, that's my best friend. Yeah. No, I I tell my mom like every single little detail of my life (laughs) Uh, because she's the only one that's going to be definitely like around and won't judge me. You're my blood. You can't get rid of me. You have to love me. Yeah, I'm took yep. completely myself. It's actually kind of weird, but it's okay. But like my parents, they supported me in anything I did. They're both tennis Likewise. professionals. Mm-hmm. I didn't do yeah. anything with tennis. I wanted to come out here, always there for me. And now, like they're going through, they're seeing other of like their adult friends not doing that, and their yeah. kids are getting crazy in the crazy. head. It's a mindset, and, yeah. and it's like it's that. There's like the the kind of the older generation, like aren't doing that like I was very fortunate that my parents are like that and all of us are pretty fortunate in the sense that they're not like stopping them but what I think these kids have to realize like if your parents don't like respect it or support it or anything like you have to understand that there is going to come a time where it's just like you may not have connection with your family. They might yes. be well, there, but you're going to yeah. like, you're going to have to go and you're going to have to find new people and they're going to yep. be your new family. Even though if they're not blood, they you're going to have closer. to find oh, like yeah. a really close group of people to yep. be around that are okay. So yeah, you're going to have your family, but it's like, you might have to come to that realization. Like you may not be yeah. able to talk right. to them that That's much right. anymore. And like, it is going to be cut off. And you got to do what's best for you, obviously. Yeah. Right. Right. yeah. I'm hearing basically a lot of risk reward scenarios. There right? yes. Yes. Yeah. Risk reward. Yes, I'm a risk taker. You have yeah. to take the risk. Yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty clear that probably most people in this room are at least a little bit of a risk taker mm-hmm. because yeah. I think most of us here have at one point said, listen, family, um, this is what my plan is. Right. And either you're behind it or you're not. And if you're not, that's sad because, you know, I kind of like you. And, right, uh, right. Yeah. It's your life. Like, it's you. It's not your parents' life. It's your life. Do what makes you happy. Right, mm-hmm. right. Like and, you just said. I just wanted to emphasize that <laughs> right. a little yeah. bit more. And I no. think that often... You know, uh, when it's that stark a contrast of, oh, I have my child or I do not have my child, um, they kind of make up their mind pretty quick. Yeah. yeah exactly. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think the they will one. realize it finally because my parents want me to give advice to like this one girl and I'm just like, look. Do what your parents say for right now. Like, you're young, you're a child, and whatnot. But, like, sooner or later, once you can handle it, everything on your own, you can pay for your own stuff, and you just, like, get the hell out of there for a second, your parents will soon realize it's like, oh, wait, I guess maybe I just need to at least, like, just say okay to have my child back in my life. Like, I feel like parents will come around to that, but, like, you need to do it in a good way. You can't go crazy and partying and doing all the things. And see, some parents, I feel, don't know how to communicate. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. And so, because there's that lack of communication, they think, you know, I'm just going to tell you, no, 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 you can't do this, because in reality, they went through a similar situation. They have some wisdom of how it actually is going to go down, but they forget, it's my walk. I got to walk out my walk or I'm yeah. not going to gain the wisdom that you gained and then I can't pass it on to the next generation. You broke it yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to go. Mm-hmm. You broke it down. 
I mean, it could go further because it's really. Yeah. What? How old are you at this time? Are you a yeah. girl or are you a guy? It's it it really yeah. gets deep into why parents are the way they are. Yes. Um, like you, my mom was. She's my best friend. I can call her about anything, and she's like, "Well, perfect." I could literally kill somebody today, and she'll be like, "Well." How do? How are we gonna cover it oh up? My God, <laughs> she's that girl. She's my mom is literally that girl that you call when you've done the worst. I, I didn't kill anybody, guys, and I'm not going to. Are you sure? I'm sure. You but so she's she's my girl, so I can call her. But my grandparents, they're still in my life as well. But they're a little bit more status quo. They're mm, you yeah. you don't want to come back to Houston, do you? And I'm like, no, I'm gonna stick it out here. And they're like, okay. Mm. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> you know, they love me and they do support. I can't yeah. say that they don't. So. Um, it's situational. Parents yeah. do come around, though. They do come around if they yeah. want it you. Just, it could take a lot of freaking time. time. Time heals everything, and it's gonna yep. you're gonna yep. go through a lot of crap, but yep. it, it'll happen. It'll time and it. love, and as long as you yeah. love on them, even if they don't agree with yeah. you, just okay, mom. I hear you. You know what? I respect you. I love you. I gotta go my own way. Do my little thing. If I don't say, say anything it about like that, exactly. right. yes, right. come back. Show my examples of what that love is. You know, hi, mama. Nice to see you. You know, kiss, kiss, and then I I do yep. my own thing again got it you know what i mean just yeah. don't tell him to shut up there. yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah don't, maybe maybe don't, don't tell him to shut up no. don't take my advice I can't but take, i mean tell my mom but you could say shut up in a in a loving way oh i didn't yeah. say in a loving way to my dad i was like yo this is what's gonna happen <laughs> <You're such a laughs> crazy well for viewers out there you could <laughs> shut up could always be like a, it, yeah. i hear you but i think i'm gonna make my own decision yeah. it depends on saying? your relationship with yeah it does yeah you know what i mean and then you have to remind your parents you know mom when i make it you know you're gonna be one you're gonna want to be a part of this Okay, so get on the bandwagon now, right? You're gonna want some of this. If you want to go on the red carpet with me at the Oscars, then you're definitely gonna need it. My mom is waiting. Every time I call her, she's like, "So, um, do I get dressed? Can I pack up?" I'm like, "No, not yet. (laughs) (laughs) I just got a call back. That's it." I just just to wrap it up though, I think that like we've made some great points here. Um, There is there's always the nuclear option, right? Where it's I am getting your support or I'm leaving and, right. and that's yeah. that's it and I'm gone but remember that you can probably just do that one time so make sure it's something you're passionate about something that you need yes yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, moving on to the next bit mm. what should I do to gain self-confidence I always feel that people are above me and better than me I wish mm. I could find a way to be confident in my own achievements and life is this speaking to you <laughs> I mean, he felt it. He's like, I, I, I got <laughs> it. This is my question. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you go no, first. Just you go strip first. and dance in the rain naked. <laughs> oh. Straight up, oh. self confidence boosted. Boom. That's true. That's Life true. Goals. I think it's. You know what? That's so true. If you're at a certain that? level in your life, but all day. Self confidence yeah. goes so much further than that. It goes to. You're, when you were little, you know, the little the little us, I oh, call it the yeah. little me's, because we teach people to be confident and then we take it back and, hey, be humble and don't be so confident. Don't be so, you know, and you, it, it's like you're going back and forth as a child. Be confident. Be humble. Be yeah. confident. Be humble. And not too many people know how to find the right balance. So yeah. you look at other people you're like, oh, my God, her hair is red and it, it's, it's better than mine. When you have a perfectly... Your hair is pretty too. Oh, thanks, <laughs> <laughs> So you have to you have to love yourself. And yeah. a lot of people, as quiet as it's kept, and as sad it is to say, don't love themselves. 
But let's break it down. We're in a generation that's loveless. We're in a generation that does not know what love looks like, what love sounds like, sees like examples of love. You have this media that's trying to show you that in order to love yourself, you have to look like a celebrity. You have to have a body that is a certain (laughs) way. So, you know, these kids are seeing this and you've got fatherless generations, motherless generations. You have these people that are supposed to be examples of what love is and that's missing then who's really going to show you what love looks like? How can you love yourself if you don't know what that looks like? I think everything starts with identity. You've got to have the identity of who you are first Mm -hmm. before you can even love anything about yourself. You definitely have to find yourself for sure. Definitely. So how do you find that identity? What do you do? Take risks. What makes you happy? That's a big one. Because when you find something that makes you happy, it's not about I'm working. It's not about I'm doing this for you. It's not about... I have to do this because of this. It's I'm doing this simply because I love to do it, whether I'm making a penny off of it, whether I'm not. And when you do that, nine times out of ten, you will find who you are. Just think of a doctor. Well, doctor's too hard. You got to think of something like (laughs) art. Art makes a lot of people happy. Um, And when you draw, you, you become happy. And when you... What am I trying to say? When you keep doing something, where you're consistent with something, you figure out how it makes, why it makes you you, and why you're happy about it, and why it does so many things in your life. But yeah. it's about values because happiness is a value, mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. like art. Art shows value. You have to have some type of standard of who and what values you are. Like I'm going to treat people with respect because it's a value. Morals, I'm not yeah. going to lie. Yeah, you have to have morals in yeah. order to have an identity. If you have nothing to stand on, you're going to fall for anything. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And I think I that need a book to write down all <laughs> yeah. of her good things because she she's just spitting them out. Oh man, I, I just imagine that Twitter feed. Right. So <laughs> one twenty uh, characters not enough. Right? <laughs> but they heard you. They're they're praising it. Right. Yeah. So um it's funny because I think that so much of what a person is boils down to preferences, right? Like what makes one person like this kind of soup versus this kind of soup, but then yeah. extend mm-hmm. that up for mm-hmm. literally everything in their lives, mm-hmm. right? And, uh, you know, that even theoretically kind of applies to uh, morals as well because yeah. people do pick and choose their morals. As weird yes. as, as, as odd as it is to think yes. about, that's true. So um, how do we define what a preference is for me, for you? I think that I've heard a lot of take risks, but I think what that boils down to is try things, right? Course, try yeah. things that scare yes. you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah try, definitely. Yeah. Not, although I would argue it's not even, it not doesn't, even, doesn't have to be scary. scary. Yeah, anything. Yes, yeah. it has to be something that interests you or maybe something that you're like, there's no way I could like this, but actually, you know, I, Maybe it is scary. Maybe yeah, I'm going to try it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I used to like roller coasters. Turns out I still don't, but I try. <laughs> <laughs> you, that's a big one because, okay, I was at the van store the other day, and it's it's probably stupid to you, but it's, it meant a lot to me at that particular time. This guy, we were talking about skateboards because vans are skateboard shoots. Of course. Um, and he was saying, to be a skateboarder, you can't be scared to fall. Think about all the other things yeah. you can do that really won't hurt you. But skateboarding, any skateboarder, yep. starting our a professional you're going to fall that's why i stopped ex- oh yeah ex- wow. okay. and yeah. i have to think about it. i'm like this, this is a sport where you are going to get hurt mm-hmm. you are going to fall it's not too many not too many things you can do and say that because you could beat around the bush and do um what am i trying to say um you won't get hurt basically. karaoke right you can't right. get hurt doing karaoke exactly yeah. but he said it in that perspective and i was like wow you can't be scared to fail yeah. to try anything and once you get over that then You'll eventually find your identity. And this, I, I think that the secret to that, because that's such a great point, the secret to that is practice, like yes. like, like everything yeah. else. But also, like it's always changing. 
Like, I feel like even though, like, I'm still so young, there's so many things that I keep finding in life, like the different people that I'm hanging out with mm-hmm. when new people enter my life. I'm like, oh, but I do enjoy that, too. And I do like mm-hmm. it, it, it's like bringing people into your life and doing things. And it, like the world is constantly changing. So there's always like going to be new things. It's like I just started loving country music. Like I'm obsessed with it. And you have to and be I open to that. You have to be open to change, too. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are not open to change. They're like, no, I've been doing it this way for 50 years. And yes. that's and you. But that's, that's no, scary. But even, like, even kids. Too. Like yeah. us right now, like yeah, our, yeah. when I was in like my toxic relationship, I was just like, "This is the way that I got to do things." And when I finally got out of it, and I'm doing stuff new, I was like, "Oh, wait, it's amazing!" No, but oh, it's yeah. great. Like you can't get yourself stuck in a rut if you yeah. just one little inkling that you're unhappy, get out, get out, run away, get yeah. out, do something new. I love that. Being comfortable isn't worth it. No, no, yeah. no. no comfort it's sucks. Not, it, it sucks. But it's we're not so accustomed. Like, you gotta like be comfort is accustomed because we're yeah. so used to chaos. We're so used to toxic. Mm-hmm. Because that's mm-hmm. all we see now. Yeah. So that's it's true. like, you know, so I wish sad it was when you think about yes. it. It is. It's sad. <laughs> so and I sad. wish it was easy to just say, you know, get out of it. But in reality, oh, yeah. it's like, this is what I know. Absolutely yeah. right. And, yeah. and you know, there's so many factors to go into it, like you said. So but, many. But like I said earlier, I think it really boils under practice because yep. if you take that first step, the second step is easier. Yeah. And, is. and every step after is. is a little bit easier. But yeah. I know that that first step is so hard. And that doesn't make the second step easy it just makes yeah. it easier so um go out on a limb right yeah. everything mm-hmm. exactly. worth having yeah. is hard and now we'll go over this last question real quick my ex wants to be friends with me i still really like her but she doesn't want to date i don't know if i should try and be friends with her or just completely move on i really need help move on dude yeah say move straight on. up i mean because you're gonna fall back and you know you're gonna fall back into it i mean coming from experience i try to be friends with my ex she got a boyfriend and then i was just like complete chaos so i mean it's just gonna hurt you in the long run so really just move on it dep- no when it's so fresh i say give it some time i mean if you don't talk to your ex-girlfriend for a month things are not going to change heavily i that always takes time because yeah. now at the beginning when i first broke up with whoever i was with at the pr- particular time of course i couldn't just hey what's up what are you doing some people can but i couldn't but now i can call them and have the best conversation with them because at the end of the day we connected on some level right and at the end of the day we are friends on some on some level whether we can get there or not but i say it's worth it i always think it's worth it to say you gotta take the time first like time time is the biggest key to that huge key yeah 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 so like maybe not at this moment like he like he said like not at this moment because it's fresh it's new but once you just like let like a couple months go by maybe even like a year potentially then you can get to that level see and And then i was gonna i was just gonna say they have like Social media now, so you can like like a picture, and that's just as good as keeping in touch. No, clear everything. Everything. I say it like stay away from it, like because like I know when I broke up, I didn't want to know anything. Like I just I needed to find myself. I needed to be me, and I needed to like that's not a part of my life anymore. Like you're not a part of my life. You're gone. You're done. Like you don't have anything to deal with me. I don't need to see anything. I don't need to be around anything because I I need to be myself. I need to figure out what I want, what Mm. I like and reminders of like what happened and then like going back like, no, I need a fresh start and that's what I think. So it's just like Dominic's right. Like cut it off. You're done. Like you need to go and then finally once you like learn about you, then you can bring it all back and it's like because you learned from that. True. But Yeah. It's honestly going to help it's going to help you grow too if you move on cuz I mean if you're just going to be same like stuck, stuck with the same person the same mindset and everything you just 
It's always best to move. Lacey, I, I hear I the gears I'm turning. Like, yeah. I gotta yeah, jump in. I gotta yeah, give sorry, like a Lacey breakdown real quick. Yeah, I'm so different because I'm actually friends with all of my exes. Nice. Yes, hands nice. down. And I think a lot of but it. Did you take time in between? I, I think a lot of it is the maturity level. Oh, um, because yeah, you're very mature. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's definitely the maturity level because when I get into relationships, first and foremost, I always have to make sure we're on the same level because if yeah. we're not on the same level, it's going to crash and burn before we even got off the ground. Right. Oh, of course. Yeah. So I feel like if I pick a good person that I know that I've been friends with before, it comes down to that's what, the yes, key. What do I want to lose? Right. That's what it comes down to. Right. Am I losing someone that brought in, you know, very good things into my life? Yeah. Even if we didn't get along on a relationship Sometimes you're level. not supposed to be together. Yes, you're exactly. just supposed to teach them a lesson. You yes. learn from each other. You yes. learn your lesson. If it doesn't work out, you move on. Yes. I always say keep it. I love people. I really do. Yes. And I will do anything to save our relationship. Even if you stab yes. me in the back, I'll consider every possible consideration Don't there is hanging. to keep you. Oh, I'm not <laughs> to keep you as a friend. Yes. Um, now, of course, there's the other side of that, and you don't always get to stay friends with everybody. But yes, that I, I'm that person that will try to keep a friend. I just want to point out, Lacey. <laughs> What's up, girl? Well, no, because like it's just like I'm, I'm doing an errand real quick. Like I'm pointing this. Right. <laughs> She's talking to you. Like what you said on like making sure they're at the same level. There are so many people who don't yes. know what they want, and so it's just like when you find somebody that friendships are always like people keep on telling me this, but it's yeah. really good when you do start as friends because you yes. can figure out who that who person is. Because yes. I did it with mine, and we just kind of like jumped into things, and then it's just like also when you're so young, like you just like you have to learn everything so going back like first you need your self-confidence like communication key. is key and if you can't communicate then yeah mm-hmm. and like when you're able to yep. like talk like you're like able to like it's so amazing when you can just like sit down and just be like hey so this is what i want this is where i'm at like how are you and like when you can understand it and you can have like intellectual conversations, conversations people, that's the thing it is the most like exciting thing like can't yeah. you tell like i've been doing that like, then a breakup right yeah the breakup isn't adult. really a breakup it's a conversation of mm, you know it's what i'm not satisfying what you need yeah. you're not satisfying what i need but you know what at the end of the day like thank you for the for, time we had, thank right. you for what you gave. That's me. what it yeah. should. It should be. Yeah. A lot of people can't do that. I and know. That's, you're right. So you're right. I guess I was lucky so with my sad. choices. So so no, like, I wish all of us be. can be like should, that. Yeah. Like we're all learning. So right. like we need to take. Like we need to. <laughs> right, Mama. Lacey. It's okay that we didn't <laughs> work. We both learned the lesson. So here's the thing, though. Yes, Aaron. This person really still likes this other person. You need to get over it. Wait, wait, hang on a second. This person still really likes this other person, wants to be friends probably, but that's where the other side's coming from. Yeah. Definitely friends. This guy, friends, yes, but also more, please. So in that scenario, when there is this discrepancy between expectations and wants, how do you overcome that? Is that even possible? It is with time. It's It's time. All right, so it is with time. Time. I... I would argue that that has to be time spent apart. Because yes. Definitely, 100%. Yes. yes. Yeah, you do have to take that. Um, and I was in the same situation at one point, and it was nothing but time that got me off, off of that particular person. It was nothing but time. Um, but I wanted to be around them. I wanted yeah. to talk to them, and mm-hmm. I had to literally let it go because they were not feeling the same the same way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but really, you, you boil it down, right? It's about communication and it's mm-hmm. about managing expectations, and I think. Maturity. Right? And yeah, it's about maturity. And it's about maturity because if you aren't you mature, you can't have conversations. And if you can't have conversations, then you can't figure out what the expectations are. You don't exactly. love yourself first. Like, how can you love someone if you don't love yourself? Yep. Exactly. Yep. yep. So, um, I think this whole show was about loving yourself yeah now that I look at everything we talked about this was you just want us to love ourselves don't you like that and on that on that note we hope that everybody watching we hope that everybody watching it loves themselves and uh, we will be back later see ya okay hi hey everybody this is journals out loud casting test number three um, I'm going to oh I forgot to mention I'm going to say my name I'm Aaron Bach I am the host and then you're all going to say your names in a circle starting with Tara going that way oh I'm Tara hey I'm Marcus hi I'm Tanise. I'm Aaron V2 oh <laughs> how do you spell yours uh, double A oh mm. it's on it's an A-A-Ron A-A-Ron oh god <laughs> Oh no! You guys are double A, They're quadruple A. <laughs> this is, isn't that copyright? That. Triple A, triple A. That, well, it's, it's quadruple. A. Quadruple A. Yeah, yeah. it's quadruple A. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not yeah. triple threat. So it's quadruple threat. Yeah. <laughs> this could get confusing. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> I'm, I'm How about can we just like call one of you guys? I'm a. Hector a. now. I'm oh, Hector. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, Hector. Hey Hector. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's just jump straight into the first question now that we've had that confusing bit of information thrown out (laughs) of the way. I'm a 17-year-old girl. This guy told me that my flaw is I'm too innocent, in quotes, because I've never had a boyfriend or kissed a guy. I stress that guys in college won't like me for the same reason. How can I get over this? So before we actually answer that question of how I can get over this, um, what is this guy doing? Pressuring her, yeah, like, yeah. all the way, yeah. No. Why do you? What? That's not a flaw. It's definitely not you a are. flaw. That should actually be cherished, you know, because there's like I feel like there's a lot of girls nowadays that are just like, woo, like yeah, like let me just give it away to anybody. Yeah, all you have like, to do is <laughs> look at like social media posts yeah, of like fourteen year old yeah. girls. There's traps. Oh, there's traps. They yeah. look older than me. They do. Oh my god. No, oh my god. I saw um <laughs> like on like the search pages like those musically thingies and like it was like dang she fourteen I'm like. I'm like, she's 14. Like, you're a pedo. Like, no, no, no. Like, I want to say that. really quick, though. I don't think the guy is pressuring her because she's just saying, oh, this guy told me I'm too innocent. So I, my thought when I, like, see this question, I feel like it's just like, you know, like one of those, like, high school boys that's mm-hmm. just like, well, you want to know why, like, you don't have a boyfriend? It's because, like, you are too innocent. Like, he's just kind of, like, being like that, like, asshole yeah. dick douche kind of dude yeah and so like like what we're all saying i mean like it's, no. it's something you should cherish Definitely. like it is something it's so cherish. beautiful yes aaron what well here's the thing though because like i hear this and my first thought is oh he's saying this so that she can get over those That's what I, things yeah, yeah. for yeah. him, With yeah. him. Yeah. yeah i mean well potentially i think it could go either way but like he's obviously not pressuring her into anything right now yet because like, they're know. not together do we feel as though this guy may be an upperclassman talking to a lower classman to- I mean, yeah well, no, 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 but she's 17 oh, so yeah. she's probably a junior or a senior but like I mean like okay like going back to high school days like it wasn't that long ago if a guy said that because like I had that like I didn't put out in high school Mm -hmm. and there were guys that would tell me like that obviously wanted more something like they would say something kind of like that but like I wasn't feeling pressure by them like it was just like something I was like okay but like that's not what I'm doing Yeah, Mm -hmm. like deal with it and so like I just I, I but the the more important factor is like she feels that like guys in college won't like her for the same reason and like what I would want to say is like dude 
guys love that one. Yeah. No, they yeah. do. Yeah. They're like, like mm, these are yeah. just like imma- <laughs> no one. No one has touched her yet. <laughs> yeah, no, they're just like immature guys right now. No, like all sure. these, yeah. like, you're 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 around guys that are just like. <sighs> Like, yeah, wait till you get older. Really late, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, being a mature guy, like, in high school and stuff, it was, like, the worst, because everyone's like, you're just a fag. I'm just like, no, I'm just smart. Like, <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Like, right. yeah, no, they, they, guys are, guys are stupid sometimes. And, like, you're right, you know, it should be, it shouldn't be something you're, like, afraid of. And got older men, they respect that more, because they're just like, oh, like, you are, like, respecting yourself. You know, you're respecting who you are. And, you know, you're not just going around willy-nilly with everybody. Because, I mean, I feel like um, that's fine, you know, if that's your time. Because for me, like, um, what's it called? The whole life chooses you, you know? Like, you don't The choose- whole life. Yeah, the whole, the whole life. life. So it's called, you don't choose it. It chooses you, okay? It does. like. Yeah. Yeah. It really does, and you have, but like you get, you can have like those moments too. Yeah, like you can have yeah. like a whole moment, you or like you can have like a whole like couple months, and then you're exactly, just like, exactly. Yeah, I went yeah. through like a month whole phase. Yeah. It was like fun, but it's like so much work. Was it like after your? <laughs> was it like after your breakup and stuff? No, so oh. like so it was Ooh, like details. so I'm like super like oh don't touch me if I don't like you. <laughs> so like my friend was like why are you so like innocent like like her, why are you so innocent and why are you such a prude and I'm like you don't even know me like that <laughs> so. I was just like, okay, I'll test it out. And I was just like talking to two guys at the same time doing that. I would like go sleep over one's house and finish and roll into the other one in the morning. Like, hey, you want breakfast? And it was just like a lot of work and a lot of working out. (laughs) And it was just like driving back and forth. And it was just like too much. So like it chooses you. It chose me for a month. And I was just like, yeah, this is too much. I feel like every girl needs to go through that. Sorry. Yeah, Yeah, you you need to. You have to like figure out what you like. And then you're just like, oh, I don't like that. Like I want something like. Emotional, mm, intimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like I've developed into the whole phase because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right now, yeah, for like a year so far. Straight home <laughs> Out of high school, like in high school, I was like the quiet, shy type. Yeah, focusing on grades. Uh huh. Went downhill sophomore year. Mm-hmm. It started growing. Graduated, went on Tinder, and that's, oh. that's just about it. At that wow, point. that's it. He went to a whole university. He literally. Took <laughs> <university>. <laughs> oh my goodness! But back to this, like she doesn't need to get over it. Like no. how, yeah. not yeah. at all. Be yourself, one hundred percent. Someone's yeah. gonna like you for who you exactly. are. So keep your little innocent thing going because I kept it, and then I tried, and I didn't like it. So you might not like it either. Yeah. So you don't. And need if to go that guy doesn't like it, then he's not the one for you. Right. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. See, what I have to keep reminding myself is that like. First of all, like, have confidence. Be, like, mm-hmm. love right. yourself, you know, everything. But, like, just remember, like, a guy is going to love you for you. Yeah. Like, wait till Definitely. you find that guy that just fucking loves you. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, will say something that's, like, oh, like, I love your smile. Or, like, I yeah. love the way you do this. Or, I love the way you do that. Like, when they compliment you, like, on stuff that you do, like, that's when you know, like, that's the guy for exactly. you. So, these right. guys that are saying that you don't put out, okay, because that's not you. They should be saying, like, oh, I love the fact that you, you just, like, brush your hair when I yeah. say something to you. Like, Wait till that guy comes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wait for definitely. him. Not, not this hoe one over here. <laughs> not ho ho oh, ho over here. I was about to compliment you and say you oh. were just like laying the smack down on him, oh, and then you. I'm just getting flamed with this whole time. <laughs> well, she did, she, she did lay the smack down. Yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah. I did, yeah. I did do that. All right, so <laughs> let's bring it. Let's let's just reel it on in for a second. Just right. zoom in right. on the tears yeah. falling down my face right now. Let's let's boil it down to two quick points. So. Yes. Is this a flaw that you are too innocent? Yes or no? No. 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 Nope. So it's a gift. Will yeah. will gift. will guys in college not like this person yes. because of this? Wait, no. They no, would they love would. her. No, 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 no,
no, no. Let me finish. Let me yeah. Sorry, let me I was like, excuse me? <laughs> yes. Some guys will not like you because it's college and college is very like college is like the experiment time. Like you had high school, you had a little bit fun, but like college is still a little bit more. You're like there's adults mixing in with people that aren't fully, fully adults because like that 18 to 22 mm-hmm. age here. And so they won't like you. Like just being straight up honest Literally. but then there are going to be those that like just wait it out they will come up to you but because you are too innocent yes because guys don't mature like they, so, they say that guys don't really fully mature till age 35 oh i know God. that's crazy to Damn, say i'm going back no, but like, I, like, <laughs> okay being a bartender you hear so many different stories from like so yeah. many people in like different walks of life and it's just like every freaking person guy and girl say like it's guys once they're in their 30s because they really don't know that's now that's so not saying true, it's though. not it is like, it's just not no, saying all guys but like no yeah because like i i, ta- I t- <laughs> like if i i talk to older men all the time just like because they're just they're they're more stimulant in the mind yeah you know? and, and, and they, i think that's what women really want Mm-hmm. more you know and when men are younger they just have a higher sex drive and they're just more physical you know and they don't they realize that the, yeah exactly and they don't realize that women they give healing. they give away with their heart you know all women are created to love you know we're con- yeah. you guys are connected to mother nature and everything like that you know oh, that's mother yeah nature. <laughs> and that's, it's crazy how we don't realize like you guys give life you know and you guys give inspiration you know and men they are only focused on that one thing you know just getting everything out and it's like no 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 women work differently than you do yeah, you know so- if you want to do that go it's called Go to a gay club. You Go know, to a it's whole fine. university. Like, yeah. yeah. Just ask me. Just ask me. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta wait it out. That's like the yeah. best advice I could give. Like you just, it's it's gonna happen. You're gonna have a good guy, but like at your age right now, yeah, seventeen years. Like yeah. it just may not. But develop you too. You know, you don't need to be focusing yeah. on someone trying to like come, like become a full person. You know, so once you're a full person, you can find another full, full person. person. There's no yeah. other half. Yeah. Business. No. I don't no, understand no. that. Yeah. Thing. Neither do I. Because like you, you're always codependent on each other and then when something breaks off you're just you're like where do i go yeah Yeah. and like um fences you know viola davis said it the best you know she was just like i mixed my pieces with his pieces and when everything crumbled i didn't know how to pick them up or where to go yeah that's good yeah right yeah and that really got me when i watched (laughs) i need to tweet tweet that yes (laughs) yeah that's a good idea your line there right yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah well great thank you guys next question I came out as gay six months ago, and I thought I could finally be myself, but my parents don't want me to tell anyone, and they refer to my identity as the secret. Mm. I'm a good kid, and I obey my rules, but I'm not going to go behind their back and tell someone. Mm. But I really want to tell my cousin because I know she would be accepting. What should I do? Tell your cousin. Tell your cousin. <laughs> tell your yeah. cousin. Yep. Because you also have to, like, you have to let it out, you know, even if your parents don't understand that, you understand that, and your cousin most likely will understand it. And it's always good to have that person to talk to, you know, and especially, like, if if you're young, you know, coming out, you know, that's even harder because, like, you have school and all those awful mm-hmm. pressures and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, no, you should always have someone to personally talk to. And uh, cousins are the best ones, you know, because they're your family. And, like, like you said, if you can, if you feel that trust, like, go with it, you know, and, your parents yes respect them but they don't control your identity you know yeah respect them but at the same time they're your parents they should love you no matter yeah, what yeah definitely. so like hearing this is just like wow the secret like am i like why am i why are you hiding and, hiding me and hiding who yeah. i really am and just be bold too like and, and this is something that's happening all across the I, yeah. Country yeah. And the world. I feel like i yeah. watch enough lifetime movies to understand <laughs> that, like this shit goes yeah. on all the time yeah, yeah. i think the sad thing is in like what you need to realize is that your parents aren't going to be able to understand because if they're covering it up as like the secret, yeah. like you have to just understand it's like they love you. They 
just they just don't, don't understand. understand and they're not going to probably for yeah. a while and i just like you need to come to terms with that but like don't you don't have to listen to them and be like oh it's like needs to be kept there secret. Yeah. like unless you do it you don't want to break off ties but it's just like Oh, also, too, I mean, tricky. you could take this as an education um, system for them. You know, m- open the the store up. You know, show them yeah. like, hey, like we're in twenty, we're in two thousand and seventeen. You guys are thinking like we're in nineteen fifty here. Like, right. gay marriage is legal now. They're all over TV. Like, um, you guys need to get with the times. Like, it's let's roll a the Like, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of want to know uh, how old this person is. Yeah, I kind of want to. That's too. kind of a I'm big. Yeah. In this case, I'm a good kid, right? I obey my rules. I'm assuming Teen. probably 15-ish, yeah, right? Yeah, so, yeah, definitely yeah. high school. Yeah. But, and this is honestly going to make you and your family stronger, though, you know? Because like she said, you know, they they don't understand right now, but that you are their son and they do love you and they gave life to you, you know? Right. So you have to keep that in mind. Just be like, it's a learning process for all. You know, it's a learning process for me. It's a learning process for them because you're getting to know who you are and what's called the world around you. The I feel like you have a good head on your shoulders, too, because you're just like, I want to, like, respect I, I, I want to yeah. respect them and do it everything yeah. so just like kind of keep doing you boo like definitely just, yeah, definitely do you. you like don't don't hold back you know it's your life and it's your personality and they can't dictate that you know and that and they need to learn that soon and all parents need to learn that you know and listen these, to your gut yeah uh-huh. definitely listen to your intuition your gut all the way so i'll say this real quick though because we need to move on to the next question <laughs> um you know this is all about ultimately weirdly enough and sadly enough safety um whatever you mm-hmm. want to do whatever you want to follow um whatever path that is you need to feel and be safe, safe. yeah because yeah. you know these are parents who are willing to deny the nature of their child and mm-hmm. uh in a scenario like that um we don't know what these yeah. parents are capable of yeah. kicked out True. or something yeah. like that exactly yeah. so i agree with everything you've said yeah but that's all secondary to are you safe yeah. if you divulge yeah, i thought about that too like mm-hmm. yeah definitely. if they told their cousin can they stay with their cousin if anything crazy like that happened right exactly so it's like a lot of things i think i feel like you need you. to tell someone else about your parents like yeah. you need to have yeah. one other like person a friend to to or to. someone yeah definitely something so thank you for sending the question yeah like, yeah exactly yeah. thanks for wrapping it up <laughs> <laughs> real quick though real quick this is lightning round thoughts on teacher student relationships what if the student is still in school what if the student has graduated already no hey, have you watched pretty little liars oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey fitz she oh, fell in love she got married like yeah no, i don't think that at all it's, it's gonna get way too <laughs> i've seen it happen at my I think school i've seen it happen at mine too yeah. really? oh details and, uh, math teacher Oh, so no, he's thinking about. I thought my math teacher was hot, but that's not, <laughs> no, I, I didn't. I didn't I, date him. No, I'm talking <laughs> about like a math teacher. That I like it was a guy, and he would uh, hit up students oh, and send them money oh, through yeah. the mail and stuff yeah, like that. Send them money. It's like what is just recently, in your school? Just recently, like, wow. It's the Inland Empire. Does the school <laughs> didn't know? But officials from, what do you call it? You know, the LACO came in and just escorted him out. And none of the teachers or faculty knew what happened to him. I think high school, it's a no-no, you know, because you're young and you're maturing and you don't need an older person. Like, that's that's just no. But in college, it's a different story. Um, College. uh But here's the thing professionalism what is making them a professional person a professor a teacher someone being like oh i want to get with my student i mean i think it's just a lot of mm. different things too i mean because um well, it, it depends it what be, class it, yeah it, it could be depends the class yeah. and like cause my friend she was called um started dating her professor after like um school like the class how long over. after a cup like a they were they were talking within the class but like just ah! but no but no it was more of uh, like they were talking on an intellectual so, level they were 
end. Okay. I yeah. so feel and he like, didn't like, know it was wait, no pressure, nothing like that. Exactly. So, so yeah. real quick, because we do have to wrap it up. I'm just going to say this real quick. Um, the problem with, with teacher-student relationships, assuming that that person is still a student either of theirs or generally, that student-teacher relationship is always marred by this power imbalance, right? You've got mm-hmm. someone who is running the school show and someone who's living within the world of the school, right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, that is almost never a healthy place yeah. for a relationship to start, that power imbalance. True. Come back later when you're not a student, maybe, because mm-hmm. at that point you kind of are both adults and on more equal footing. But uh, as long as somebody is still a student with a teacher, you're almost definitely going to have a bad time in the long you run. You need to be two yeah. independent individuals. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. Like, right. I also feel like love is love. Hey, if it happens, what? Yeah, yeah but still, uh. it's the, I, I don't think the maturity is there in the sense of that. But like, there's a lot of young teachers that too. There's, so there's like so much. We have to agree to disagree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Basically, because like, <laughs> I'm on your side we, on that one. We, yeah. we do have to agree to disagree, but one thing, we, we there's no agreement or disagreement on, um, yeah. it's actually not allowed for teachers to be with yeah. their students so mm-hmm. like even it's true it's true. not allowed yeah, definitely they actually don't allow they, like if that ever happens even if it's not between someone who's underage and someone who's of age yeah. even if it's not it's that it's not allowed it's not yeah. allowed they oh, get fired wow. there's a lot of secrets that I know <laughs> 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 anyway thank you all so much it's been a great show yeah. uh, thanks yep. for uh, being here we're gonna wrap it up now so oh, catch cool. you later bye Hey everybody, this is Journal's Out Loud Casting Test number four. Thanks for tuning in. Now we'll go around the room introducing ourselves real quick. First off, just starting off with me, I'm Aaron Bach. I'm the host. I'm Dominic Buchanan, a.k.a. D. Saucy. I'm Taylor Owen, a.k.a. the girl who drinks with Tony Soprano, not really. Uh, I'm Aaron. Follow me on Instagram at Gentleman Rude Boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hey guys, what's up? I'm August Aiden. How you doing? Cool. All right, let's just jump straight into that first question then. I'm really insecure about my body, my friendships, and my relationships. I'm the type of person that is always there for everyone else, but no one is there for me to vent to. I'm scared that if I do let everything out, people will think I'm weird or emo or something. Hmm. I don't know if I should go to a therapist or something. What do you think? Well, it's always a good idea to start talking to somebody. It doesn't matter who you go to. I feel just like... Getting it out Just getting it out, getting it off your chest and just talking to anybody that will want to listen. But when it feels like you have nobody, where do you go? I think therapy is great. I really genuinely think that that's an amazing option. I've struggled a lot with um, body issues. I still do, like all of that stuff, insecurity. So talking about it with someone who is trained to do that is so helpful because also... Sometimes you talk to people and like like my boyfriend sometimes doesn't know how to talk to me about it because he's never been through it. And that's sure. kind of like a great point, honestly, because like everyone wants to help usually, but right. like people train for years to be professional helpers, right? Right. When it comes to stuff like this. So um, it's kind of just real quick jumping off that. It's not just okay to go to, for example, a therapist or a doctor about this stuff, but like it's almost silly to not to an extent because these are people who have worked so hard to get to, to the point that. where they are able to do this in the first right. place, right? So um, I guess on on that level, um, if you're asking, should I go to a therapist? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. exactly. I feel like um, it's also good to take initiative and just in general exercise because they're talking about insecure in your body. And like when I was in high school, I was like a, a twig and I really hated myself. I still hate myself. Like I still go to the gym though because it makes me feel better. And I feel like if you were to... Put yourself out there. I mean, it's gonna suck for the first week. You're gonna you're gonna be maybe embarrassed. You may feel bad about yourself, but if you keep putting in the work, I can promise you that 
you'll see a change in how you think about yourself and life in general. But it isn't yeah. so easy to start all the yeah. time. No, you know, so it's true. and so to like go to a therapist too to like kind of walk you through that. It's like yeah. it's so nice to do that because I agree with you. It's working out's good for your mental health so mm-hmm. much. Sometimes it's not just your physical like exactly. ability to be in yeah. shape though. Some of us uh, we struggle with body dysphoria, dysphoria disorders and uh disorders bad word. But uh body dysphoria, coming to terms with um different things like that and that can affect your friendships, your relationships, True. how how you act in a relationship with somebody else, how you act in your friend group. So, I mean, I I uh, connect with this question because I feel like I had this conversation with my therapist today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> and actually, that's a great point. That's a great point because kind of jumping off that, I think it's an important note to make that everyone deserves to feel okay, you know? I think that's so it's, real. Yeah, it, it's okay to not feel okay, but it's also like you are always earning the right to be okay just by living. So True. Yes. Ooh, words of wisdom, man. I like that. <laughs> Thank you. You're Let's hope that counts... On the next question, because the question is, what counts as emotional abuse, which is pretty tricky, I think. I think so, too. Oh, God. So, I guess, first of all, has anyone experienced uh, emotional abuse themselves, and are are they willing to talk about it? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's emotionally abused, uh, not just from parents, but from... um, Siblings who didn't know what they were doing. I mean, I was a very tomboy girl growing up, so, you know, getting called a dyke was pretty common. They didn't know what they were doing. They didn't realize it was an emotional abuse. And at the time, my feelings were just hurt, and that was something that I didn't come to terms with. But then as I got older, I was like, there's no way I can be that because that's what they called me. And they made fun of me for doing that. So even a name that really hurts is can can be considered as emotional abuse but as you get older um you can kind of sort those feelings out and emotional abuse will turn into something uh i don't know deeper i guess and you know i think that's actually a great point because like mm-hmm. emotional abuse doesn't necessarily come from a place of intentionally abusing someone right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and that doesn't matter what matters is how you wind up feeling right exactly yeah mm-hmm. so on that level maybe it really boils down to the person feeling hurt right yeah everyone has the the right to their own emotions and emotional abuse is something that i think just about everyone deals with whether it's in your family or from that bully at school or honestly you can emotionally abuse yourself without even knowing true. it so you have very, to be very true. conscious about how you think about yourself yeah. and 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 take into consideration that your critical self is is also um can be a dick on that note critical self being a dick um (laughs) just going to that my friend is reading this book it always sounds like i'm making this up i'm like i have so many friends um you were popular it was so popular how many followers do you have (laughs) three um so yeah she's reading this book and basically the author was saying take that person inside your brain who says like you're not good enough you look too fat you look too skinny you look whatever like you're dumb whatever it is you take that person out and you materialize them and you put them in as your roommate how fucking awful would it be to live with that person? I straight up had this conversation today again with my therapist we were talking about it and he was like look take that critical self and put him in the room with the person that you care about most in this right. world and see if you would let that person 
talk to your favorite person the way that you talk to yourself yeah and like and and see if that if you'd get that kind of reaction because you would straight up you'd be like excuse me no you don't speak to this person that way right they're going through a lot you don't have any right like but sometimes we don't know we're emotionally abusing ourselves no so Mm -hmm. that you know that's a deep one yeah oh yeah. my god that was very the, the, deep. it opened the doors yeah <laughs> but hopefully uh yeah, it was helpful to the to the viewer um to the person asking the question and uh we're always here for you and so are anyone uh in the profession right don't be afraid to look for help is Definitely. the bottom line from us or from an actual professional <laughs> yeah yeah exactly find a therapist exactly yeah they're helpful someone and just it's nice to talk to somebody yeah, yeah. everyone deserves at least one person who's not going to judge you Who's just going to listen mm-hmm. and help you and validate your feelings and also help you grow and and uh, move forward? And the important part to note about that is that those people are out there. Yeah. Yep. Yes. yep. They're out there. Next question, I think. I've been with my fiance for three years. We both agreed not to have Facebook because it causes drama, but today I found out he has had it behind my back. I asked him for his Facebook password and looked at his deleted messages. One of them was from this female who he was messaging back and forth during the year we became official. Now he just accepted her on Instagram. I have asked him before if any of his exes were on social media, and he said no. Now I feel disrespected and betrayed. What do I do? I want to know what the messages said, though. Yeah, yeah. kind of. You know, was he just like, yo, it's really rainy out? And she's like, yeah, it's the weather. How like, many times did he poke her? That's the real <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> How many times? Uh, I mean, were they exes, too? Did they, did they say that? I don't think so. I think no. they're just it's talking. Friends. Yeah. I mean, you can be friends and talk to somebody online. Yeah. You so, yeah. It doesn't have to I'm, mean anything. But that's a big lie to say that I don't have, you know, as, as vapid as Facebook is, but it's like, I don't have it. That's, that's <laughs> same. I don't still, have it. But that's like you're lying to that person for three years. So like that, that kind of sucks. Yeah. I mean, the best thing I guess to do would just be talk to them about it. Let them know how you feel. Right. Confront yeah. it. Yeah. Confront yeah. it. Communication. Yeah. Being open and honest. That's always, I think, probably the best policy. But right. then there's the other side of it, too. I think that you've got to take into consideration. Um, is that really fair to say, listen, uh, no Facebook for either of us. I don't think no. so. That no, seems controlling. No. The trust is not there mm-hmm. right. from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. That seems like emotional abuse. And like you've been fiancés for three years or you've been in a relationship for three years? Because there's some commitment. I've been with my fiancé. Oh, yeah. It sounds like they've been together for three years. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's but what it sounds like to me. Yeah, fiance. that's actually a good okay. distinction. But, you know, I, I guess it really boils down to that first little bit of, well, why did she ask this in the first place? Is it is it because... Well, no, it does say we both agreed not to. Sure, but I think there's a difference between let's both agree not to and, oh, no, the ultimatum's been smacked down and I kind of like this person. If I don't say yes, then it's done. Right. So mm-hmm. is that actually an agreement or is that kind of being forced Pushed. into something? Well, you know, what if it was like... <laughs> we're on a date and it's like I don't like Facebook it's like me that's sick let's like never have Facebook you know like was it like that <laughs> or was it like yo Facebook's very toxic let's not do it like I don't know uh, I think it's so I mean, situational it across, like, sounds here like the second one honestly it does in this question sound like the second then one that's not cool mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and I don't know it, social media is the worst like <laughs> I'm not gonna say that I'm like a totally cool girlfriend like I like to think I am I'm not so like if I'm like oh why would you look up your ex he's like I don't know I just looked her up because ABC I'm like it's really funny story you just said you know but like <laughs> really I trust him and in the end it doesn't really matter I think 
Social media has made it hard to trust people. Yeah. It, yeah. You have access to just about anyone. I mean, it's mm-hmm. equivalent to, I mean, in the old days, did they get in fights? Like, you looked up this person's number in your Rolodex. <laughs> <laughs> How I don't dare know. you flip through those pages? Yeah. It's your like little I saw you book. left it on Julia's. It's fucked up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and I think that you made a, a great point earlier saying that it's about trust right in the first place and i think you kind of picked up on that as well where you know if there was trust in the beginning sure you know facebook grants access to anyone anytime theoretically but like if there's trust you don't care because you expect that people are going to talk and that that's what they're doing and it's not something more than that exactly right so So, uh it sounds to me like maybe this shouldn't have happened in the first place right like none of this not even why did why wasn't he like yo i want a facebook now like and that was just a, you know he could communicate. I think communication's always the answer. Yeah, I don't and think like, there was any communication in their relationship. I don't think so mm-hmm. either. Yes, and I they're getting married. And they're, yes, yeah. and here we go, getting down to the real stuff, right? Because there seems to be a lack of trust and a lack of communi- communication. They've been together for three years, but what have they actually ever said to each other if they're not even willing to talk about like these basic things in their right. lives, right? And now they're getting married. So what do we... Maybe. We have a lot to say about this. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. maybe they should all go see a therapist. Ah, yeah. Bringing it back. Yeah, bringing a mediator somewhere. Yeah, yeah. No, really, though. That's like, a good idea. I mean, if they want it to work, you know? Like, if, wait, work, I have a question. Yeah, go for it. Did he delete the messages on purpose? Wait, how did Ooh. she find deleted messages? Yeah, because they've been... Like, <laughs> did, can she let <laughs> me know? Like, well, yeah. well, here, here's, did here's... she delete those so she wouldn't see? Cause, like, I mean, well, I delete messages all the time just, just to delete them. Well, okay, here's kind of how Not I for... see it because there's a lot of different variations going on and I, we don't know <laughs> the truth, Now I feel truth, like we're right? playing Clue or something. <laughs> we, are playing a, we are playing a bit of Clue. <laughs> like, but, who's right? But when we, were they sent? The did he send emojis? But, but we do know this, right? The Facebook <laughs> in the first place was illicit. It was not allowed. And right. so therefore, Broke all messages were also exactly. illicit, regardless of what they said or who, to who they were, right? It doesn't matter what was said in them. He was probably saying, I need to delete these in case she ever finds this. Because that, it's if a, she... that is a Facebook. I get it. Right, I get exactly. It. <laughs> so, like, I, I'm i totally there. I'm like, okay, well, what was being said? Why is it deleted? But, like, doesn't matter why specifically because generally it's deleted because it's not allowed in the first place, right? You mm. could say that. Or they were pretty incriminating. Who knows, you know? <laughs> Maybe. Although, I think. He did just add her on Instagram. That's, like, a whole nother level. Of- <laughs> oh, oh, no. Was Check it the DMs. private? Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure that that's happening right now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know those are being deleted, too. Right. Dude. It's dangerous. And I want to check the Snapchat. Oh, oh, oh God. God. I don't the snap kick. It. That's a oh, dirty... Through everything. Dirty territory. <laughs> but I will say, don't check on these things. Show a little trust, but then start the communication today. There are some issues here. Start getting them resolved by talking it out. And I think it was mentioned, talk to a therapist, right? Couples counseling, maybe? Mm-hmm. Exactly. You're about to make a very big decision. So now is the time to start sorting these now things out. Now is the time. Yeah. Communication. Yeah, before you say I do. Exactly. Well, that was now, deep. Moving, oh, on to our, <laughs> moving on to our last question, you guys have been great. Is it okay for a guy to try on a girl's underwear? Yes. yes. Yeah. Just, do it, just do it. Do it. Do you. Why do it. not? Now, wait, here's the thing. There's a big difference between girls' underwear and a girl's underwear. Oh, oh. Now, in this case, I misread it. I said a girl's underwear, but that opens up the door to that other question, too. So, is it okay mm-hmm. to try on girls' underwear? Yes? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It depends. Whatever, Whatever makes it. Fabulous. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, right. Work it. A girl's underwear? 
What does that what's mean? What's a girl? I mean, it depends like, the girl. Do you depends know her or are you just in her house? Did like, she wash them? Like, is it your mom's or is it your girlfriend? Because both are okay. That's a whole nother level of problems, dude. Ask permission. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh yeah, yeah. Mom, can I does try it, on your underwear? No, I, Dude, doesn't doesn't that like turn people on though? Like mom's I, underwear? No. <laughs> maybe. Who knows? There's a lot no. of different things out there. But like, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I went to film school. I hear a lot of shit. But like, I don't know. I feel like that's like a turn on for some guys. I was maybe. I was listening to this. Oh God, it was Ryan Seacrest. I was listening to Ryan Seacrest. He, the truth came out. <laughs> I, I, guess, I am a Lyft driver. I listen to Ryan Seacrest every morning. Ryan Roses comes on. Dude. This, uh, this guy carries around women's underwear in his pocket. And whoa. this girl thought that he was cheating. He liked the <laughs> feeling of knowing there was women's underwear in his pocket. That was like, it gave him confidence. So, you know. Maybe it, it's like he, a lucky rabbit's foot ex- to him. No, it was. He was wow. like, I have the receipt. They still have the tags on it. They're clean. But like, this made me feel good. So if it Dude, makes you fuck feel yeah. good. Dude, fuck yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Security blanket in a sense. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like, also, you know, those glasses that like you're invisible. But right. You're Nothing. Not. No one's being harmed in the make, hopefully in the making of this underwear expedition. So if, if no one's being harmed mentally, physically, and it's getting you aroused or happy or whatever you want to do like i say do it now man. if you're like an underwear bandit going around <laughs> stealing yeah. underwear that, that is stop. real that, happens, stop. that is dude. not appropriate yeah and you should seek help yeah yeah because like we said it's about harm right if you're not doing any harm then you're good to go but yeah, man. if you're an underwear bandit you are doing harm to somebody <laughs> yeah, in some exactly. way Which even happened. even if it's just monetary harm because they missed those underwear now so think twice um, well and you are expensive room. so yeah, yeah that would be bad no, they they had had a a secret. Secret. Like they $20 a pop, secret, so like please seven don't for take 24 uh, I think you're talking about the five for 25. Uh, five for 25. <laughs> Come on, no, I mean, I bought a pair for my ex for seven for 24. Wow, oh, you killed it. Was, it. Yeah, I was like, you snuck in on a sale. It was like yeah. Costco over here. It was like Christmas. <laughs> All right, well. Uh, well, hopefully we've been helpful, be and uh, hopefully you now are um, at better terms with your underwear preferences. Yep. Uh, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks to everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Right. See you later. Bye. Be bucks off. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. <laughs>